Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG. I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialize in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affect your endometriosis and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you find it helpful, please leave a review so other women can get the same benefits. Let's start this episode. Hi there, and welcome to another episode. Um, today, I'm going to talk about what when you've just been diagnosed with endometriosis. Um, so taking having that new diagnosis, maybe um, it has been something where that has been a long time coming. You may have been going to lots of different specialists and nobody could ever tell you exactly what was going on. And then finally somebody gives you that answer that yes, you have endometriosis. Um, maybe you've always thought you might have it and uh, now you have that confirmed or maybe you had no idea not had any major symptoms but you've been trying to fall pregnant and in the and that wasn't happening and then in in the process of finding out what's going on um, you've been told well you have endometriosis so I want to talk to you about how you can if you feel confused and overwhelmed with that diagnosis I want to give you some things you can do to reduce that sense of overwhelm and confusion um, because it, it as I said it can be on the one hand a great relief to now know what's been going on um, to now know why you've been having certain symptoms for for maybe as, as long far back as when you had your first period um, so you, you kind of now know what's going on sort of um, but you might be more confused or overwhelmed especially if you've never heard of endometriosis before I mean what is this disease how's it gonna affect you can it be cured what are the ways that you can manage your symptoms uh, maybe you've been prescribed the birth control pill or a marina, which is a hormonal device that gets implanted in your uterus to provide you with long-term birth control. I mean, why was it prescribed? Is it safe? Will there be risks? Um, perhaps your specialist is recommending surgery or you've already had laparoscopy surgery um, as part of being diagnosed. Um, and maybe in the process in that surgery they removed endometrial endometriosis uh, does that mean you're now free of it for the rest of your life can it come back um, there might be lots and lots of questions and more maybe more questions and and things to think about than you had before when you were still trying to work out why you were feeling the way you were so there are a number of things that you can do to just start to reduce that sense of confusion and overwhelm and the first thing is to give yourself some time to let it all sink in um, the endometriosis is a chronic disease that means that unless we get a, uh, a find a cure um, in your lifetime you're gonna have it for the rest of your life even menopause is not necessarily going to relieve you completely 
of it. So it, that's a big thing. So let it just sink in um, and, and think whatever it is you're thinking, worry about whatever it is you're worrying about, uh, feel whatever it is you feel. Um, it, it, it needs to hit home somewhere. It needs to find a place in you uh, at some point. So that's the first thing. Give yourself a bit of that time, especially if you have no one around you who's ever who, who's had endometriosis. Although you might be surprised, um, when I started as a nutritionist, I didn't specialize in endometriosis at the time, uh, but I started posting about endometriosis um, during World Endometriosis Awareness Month in March, and. As a result, I started to find out how many of the women in my life had endometriosis. And there were so many more than I thought. And every time I tell a girl someplace where there are women and they ask me what I do and I say I'm an endometriosis nutritionist, they either know people, women that have endometriosis or they have endometriosis or it's, it's, there will be more people in your life that have it than you are probably aware of. But let it all sink in. Then the second part is try to learn more about one that, what endometriosis is. Um, and um, the, but learn from don't don't just Google. Uh, if you Google, you get a, a such a wide range of um, resources that not all are helpful resources. Uh, a lot of what you find when you Google is uh, information given by uh, women who have endometriosis. And I'm not saying that, that those are not good resources. They are great once you're ready to go beyond just finding out what endometriosis is. Um, what you want to look, what you want to find out is more about the actual disease. And it might be really helpful to find um, on, on social media organizations that specialize in endometriosis. For example, we have Endometriosis Australia, there is um, Endometriosis uh, the US, in the US. Um, and what I'll do in the show notes, I'll put a link to a, a web page that just that ha links a lot of support groups in lots of different countries. And what these support groups do, what these organizations do is they um, often uh, publish a lot of or, or share a lot of research um, but in usable terms so because they're really there for those that have endometriosis so um, you can find a lot of uh, great information that is written in a way that makes sense that is not written for uh, medical people um, so I'll put that link uh, in the show notes to so have a look there and, and maybe try different ones. So not just because you are, for example, in Australia, doesn't mean you should only follow endometriosis Australia, um, Canada, the UK, they may all be really good ones to, to just explore and um, they may have uh, information that others don't have. So start really to learn more about endometriosis. Um, also think about uh, just ex no not think about but ex uh, with, with whatever symptoms you have um, accept that they are your symptoms one of the things that I find uh, over the years that I've now worked with women with endometriosis is that no two women have the same set of symptoms 
uh, there's a really, really wide range of symptoms you can have. Um, uh, for example, and, and it's not just pain. Um, I, for example, I have clients who don't have pain. They have lots of other symptoms, but they don't have pain. Um, so whatever set of symptoms you have, they are your symptoms and they, um, they, you're not making them up. You're not, um, they're not something that has got nothing to do with your endometriosis. They are your symptoms and they're all uh, valid. So um, have just just tell yourself that. Um, then uh, also consider other specialties that can help. Um, so once you get more understanding of endometriosis and what it is, um, then you can start to think about creating your your team. One of my clients the other day uh, when she started with me said, "So I've just said to me, I've just added you to my." Uh, my team um, and she had uh, various different specialists and, and, and I'm in that team from the nutrition point of view but she also had a physiotherapist, um, she had a fertility specialist, she has a, an endometriosis specialist, uh, she has an acupuncturist uh, and what those are is, is really up to you um, but do your research. Um, if you have pelvic pain then pelvic pain uh, physiotherapists or pain physiotherapists can be really helpful. Um, acupuncture can be really helpful. Um, there is um, Chinese medicine um, that, if if you're interested in that, you can explore. Um, there's but uh, there's also things like meditation and there's lots of different things that you can uh, that can help. There's no one um, treatment. Or, or approach that will that will be enough um, I'm willing to predict um, so the more you can find out what what is sits well with you and what works well with you um, that is something to um, to explore now you found my podcast so I'm assuming that you have a bit of an interest in how diet can help so um, of course um, I'm absolutely going to suggest that you look at diet as one of your um, ways to deal with your symptoms um, and so that's something that you can start to do you can start to pay learn more about how diet um, affects your endometriosis and so um, welcome to the podcast uh, and really uh, explore the episodes um, um, and maybe do a bit of binge listening um, but um, learn when you when you're interested in using your diet you have to learn more about how inflammation help underpins your endometriosis, um, and you and and what you what sort of foods um, are going to be problematic. If you want to start making some actual changes to your diet, the one strategy I always say is start by removing gluten and start by removing dairy. They are well known. Uh, problematic foods when you have endometriosis and although not everyone has a problem with both of them or either of them the vast majority of my clients um, feel a lot better when they don't have gluten and they don't have dairy um, now of course the other thing if you start to listen to my my other podcast what you'll discover is that there is no such thing as an endometriosis diet um, 
there is only the right diet for you and if that's something you want to explore further um, you can uh, have a, f a free endometriosis SOS call with me where we can have a talk about well how you're doing so far uh, but also um, what uh, what what that looks like to try and uh, work out what your personal endometriosis diet might look like um, so it, it this can be a really confusing and and on on the one hand time and on the other hand it might be a relief so there's, there's these conflicting emotions um, but having the diagnosis can often bring so much clarity to things that you've been struggling with for a very long time um, and I'd like to leave you with the the, the thought and, and the I don't know the just the reminder that you can feel better um, you can't be cured because we don't know what's causing endometriosis yet so we don't really are not in a position to actually have a cure but you can definitely feel much better so uh, and then my role in that can be uh, to help you with your diet I hope this has given you a little bit of, of a, a way forward um, and um, I really hope to be able to talk to you really soon in your endometriosis SOS call to see how you can go forward with um, changing your diet to start feeling a whole lot better. That's it for now and I'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a, an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's an obligation-free, totally free 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and I will be able to give you some options to go forward. The link is in the show notes.